Hey, my crazy poem lovers, welcome back to my podcast, Poems on Poems, where we talk about everything about poets. And I'm JC Murrow. Today we have a special treat. Today's episode is called Hidden Meanings of Atwood. Can you guess who I'm talking about? Yes, of course, Margaret Atwood. Margaret Atwood is a novelist, poet, literary critic, teacher, essayist, feminist, and environmental activist. Yeah, I know, she's pretty cool. Miss Atwood was born in Ontario on November 18, 1939. Atwood grew up in Northern Ontario and Quebec and later lived in Toronto, where she currently lives. Margaret Atwood's father was an entomologist, hence why she moved and lived and visited Northern Ontario as a child. Living and spending time in Northern Ontario as a child is one of the many things that inspired Atwood to write. Writing was a major thing she enjoyed in her time away from school, which she started writing at age five. As a child, she's inspired by Edgar Allan Poe. If you want to learn more about Mr. Poe, check out my latest podcast. Anyways, she was really intrigued by his mysteries. Atwood resumed her writing more seriously almost a decade later. She submitted poetry, short stories, cartoons, in her high school's newspaper. Atwood later studied at the University of Toronto at Victoria College and earned her undergraduate degree. Atwood then earned her master's degree in English literature at Radcliffe College in Cambridge, Massachusetts. She also studied at Harvard University from 1962 to 1963 and 1965 to 1967. I'd say she's pretty educated. Atwood also was a teacher herself. She taught English literature at several Canadian and American universities. Margaret Atwood was married to Jim Polk, an American writer, but divorced him in 1973, where she then had a relationship with Jeremy Gibson and moved to her farm in Ontario, where she had her daughter, Eleanor. Atwood was introduced to the world of poetry by William Blake. Atwood impressed with Blake's use of mythological imagery, which inspired her to write her first volume of poetry, This for sure wasn't a stop in Atwood's career. She in total published 17 books of poetry, 16 novels, 8 children's books, 1 graphic novel, 18 books of non-fiction and short fiction, and many other small editions of poetry and fiction. Wow, what can't she do? One of Atwood's most famous pieces is The Handmaid's Tale. Do I have any Hulu fans here ringing a bell? It was such a popular novel, it was turned into an opera in 2000, film in 1990, and newly a TV series based on Atwood's novel premiering in 2017, which she also helped write that show. Atwood using a more feminist perspective concerning issues of women's, but in Handmaid's Tale, Atwood has generated the most feminist commentary. This story is based on handmaids, women who are fertile are designated as sexual slaves to produce offsprings for childless couples considered morally fit to raise children. Atwood in this novel really hits at how women are treated of a lesser value and reveals the story represents a powerful dystopian vision of anti-feminist totalitarianism. Definitely a must watch on Hulu. Go check it out. Atwood has also wrote many other famous novels and poems. She received more than 50 awards in her lifetime. For instance, Atwood received the Booker Prize in 2000, which she donated her reward to charity. Aw, so sweet. She also won that award again in 2019, which she shared that with another female poet. Other famous novels she wrote include The Edible Woman, Surfacing, The Lady Oracle, and The Cat's Eye. 
According to the Encyclopedia of World of Biography, Atwood has altered prose, impacting her genre. The way Atwood uses prose means she lacks rhyme and differs from many poets because she writes through a natural flow of language. The basic language can be taken literal, but Atwood's intentions are much, much deeper in the fact that she has sarcastic jabs at society as well as identity quests. Atwood tends to use the same perspective in many of her poems, usually a woman who fights for self-survival in a society where men are all the too friendly enemy. Through Atwood's sarcasm and hidden meanings throughout her poems, she has influenced many feminists. Atwood took feminist ideas and thoughts in society and transformed them into poems where the meaning is kept hidden, making it possible for many, many females in society to relate to her poems and think on deeper levels. Atwood in hopes her readers will change their views on society and in hopes her readers will establish the idea that men and women should be equal. I personally am really drawn to the poem, This is a Photograph of Me by Atwood. This is a must, you all must go check out. Okay, if you didn't check it out already, I'm just about to spoil it. In this poem, Atwood employs a contrasting tone, which switches halfway through the poem in order to establish the theme. On the surface, Atwood starts off by describing a picture of herself. At the lake, Atwood is using a very, very simple language, as many may perceive this as a direct connotation at first. Then Atwood stops the description of the picture and turns to a more darker side. She then explains to the reader she is dead after drowning, which she talks about this using brackets. Atwood places an image of death and sadness into the reader's minds. Through the many, many illusions Atwood uses, the reader can then understand that this poem is not aiming at the dead person in the lake. Atwood is taking a more feminist perspective. A response to society's treatment of females. Atwood's use of illusions captures that she is aiming at how society views females. Atwood alludes to the house and the tree branches. The house stands for the males in society, steady and rooted firmly, since Atwood reveals that the house is on the right side of the image compared to how Atwood represents females as the branches, Atwood mentioning how the branches are also on the left side, which is known to be the weaker side compared to the right. Atwood also alludes to the lake representing society. Atwood's drowning represents her being forgotten in society. In lines 3 and 4, Atwood mentions how the picture is smeared, print, blurred lines, and gray flecks, blended with the paper. Atwood explains that the picture is blurry, implying that the futures of females are unclear. When Atwood shifts her tone from des- describing herself in the picture, then a darker side explaining that she is dead. Atwood puts brackets around the part where she describes herself as dead. Atwood using brackets establishes the fact that women have to hide their true self. In the last three lines, Atwood states, but if you look long enough, eventually you will be able to see me. Atwood bringing up the idea of actually taking the time and acknowledging females, you will see them for who they truly are. Atwood also pulls out the fact that men, especially in that time era, just see women as objects and not their worth. As Atwood reveals, society should see women on a much more deeper and more real level. She reflects the theme of how poor society treats women. Okay, okay, that just about wraps up this podcast. Be sure to tune in to my next episode next week. Poems on Poems!